Welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football. I am your host, the semi-fat brother, because I've lost about seven pounds since I've been in Virginia. Woohoo! Daniel. And this week I am with Josiah as usual. Say hi, Josiah. Hi. If you lose seven pounds and none of your friends are around to see it, does it matter? No, it doesn't. But I can feel it because my back feels better. My feet don't hurt whenever I'm up and moving around. So I wasn't like super overweight. I'm back down to like 200. So I wasn't like, I'm six foot. 200 is an okay weight. I I was about to suggest the man bra for you, the bro, because you're getting some, you know, man boobs going, but that's okay. That's probably why your back hurts so much. I'm like a support quite nicely. Yes. Oh, we also have Roger. We have our fat expert. How's it going? Our fexpert. I like that title, the fexpert. It makes it sound sexual, and I like that. It does. Yeah, because you are a sexual man. Thank you. All right, so I always forget the process of doing this, so let's just jump right into what happened this past week. There wasn't a billion injuries, so it's not that crazy. Waiver wires... It was so nice doing the waiver wire part because Bruce didn't have 400 people that he picked up and dropped. He still I had a think few. He <laughs> may have just forgot this week. Yeah, probably. Must so have been I, busy. What happened was, um, I think his internet was out for part of the week, so he didn't have time to uh, check out Matthew Barry's uh, thoughts for the week, so he didn't know what to pick up. True. That's very true. And he's got an Android, so it. You know, I don't even think ESPN cares about Android, so there probably, probably isn't not. even a fantasy app for it or a or podcast app, you know. Matthew Barry told him to draft, like, to pick up Justin Jefferson, who I drafted because I knew he was going to be good. But so maybe, maybe I already swiped his pride and joy there. Probably. And he's probably picked up so many people that he was so far down on the waivers that the people that he wanted were already gone. So, yeah, Bruce really sucks. <laughs> I can't even believe he's in this league. Yeah. Suck it, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Suck it. From all of us here at Wasted Local Fantasy Football, suck it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into this. Um, Obviously, we're going to start with Josiah's uh, game this week. Josiah played Brittany. I did. With McCaffrey out, all Brittany could do was hope and pray. But Josiah's fondness for her could not save her this week. As Josiah beat Brittany 105 to 91.8. Forgot the point eight. There was a period and the eight was spaced out. That's weird. Mm. I'm an idiot. So yeah, Josiah won and beat Brittany, who was undefeated until this point. How do you feel about that, Josiah? I'm not, I'm not proud of it. Mostly because Deontay Johnson got me 0.9 points. He took a handoff like a sweep thing for the receiver he got a concussion on first freaking play he touched the ball mm-hmm. so uh that did not go well for me i i don't even know who i would put in i probably would only put in jarvis landry in that spot but uh Brittany had john brown get her zero points buffalo's defense get her zero points and she still was probably a Carson, uh, Chris Carson injury away from beating me, where 
I'm sure Daniel saw maybe the dirtiest play of the week. I'm so glad Seattle beat Dallas with that Tristan Hill guy trying to break Chris Carson's leg. Um, but Pat Mahomes on Monday Night Football got her 40 points. And for a while there, I was kind of kind of worried because he was on pace to beat me and kind of slowed off towards the end. So, Yeah, I uh, mean, if John Brown would have done something and Buffalo's defense wouldn't have like if they would, if the Buffalo's defense would have done in the second half what they did in the first half, she would have beat you. And Darren but, Waller only got her one point nine points. Who that he he's worth more than that. So yeah, I had I had a good game from Josh Allen, good game from Derrick Henry, okay game from Miles Sanders, but the rest of my team just absolutely sucked except for Justin Jefferson down on my bench with twenty seven points. <laughs> so I'm hoping that because he's a rookie he's the only rookie that uh, bruce did not get his hands on i i'm hoping that this is a trend that continues maybe not 27 points every week but seven catches every week would would definitely be good for my team health because um i i don't have very many healthy players right now yeah. Well, let's keep in mind, too, the reason that game was as close as it was is because Patrick Mahomes did very, very dirty things to Baltimore for about it was 60 minutes. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. See, I picked loved it. I picked Baltimore to win that game, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> A lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. Brittany needed, I think, 52 points or something, like 52, 56 points in order to beat me. And at halftime, Pat Mahomes had 30. I was like, well, here it is. Yeah. I wouldn't I won't even be mad. And so I did not have the best week, but because Brittany had an even worse week, topped off with Christian McCaffrey and her other running back now getting injured. We don't know when he will be back, Chris Carson. Uh I I kinda got lucky there. Yeah. All right. So Josiah one, that takes you to what, one and two? Yes. Yeah. Moving in the right direction. Yes. At least. Okay, on to the next one. Fresh fresh Prince of Hilaire versus Big Booty Cheeks. It's Bruce versus Josh. Bruce somehow waltzed to a victory over Josh this week, beating him 160.2 to 101.8. But don't get too comfortable, Bruce. You're still one and two. Could um, I chime in here? I just want to oh. say, Bruce, I stand by what I said about your trade for Alan Robinson. I think it was still a bad trade for you. And yeah, he popped off this week. But I wouldn't expect that every week. No. Yeah. I mean, if Foles, I mean, he's going to do better than six, seven points a game. Um, he's a solid with, 10. With Foles know. in there, yeah. Um, I wish I would have waited a week to trade him. Um, but, you know, that way I could have sold See, high and probably got more if he's scoring that many points. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't think it was a bad trade for Bruce because he has Clyde Edwards Hilaire, James Conner. He now has. A, Mike Davis from the Panthers. He also has uh, David Johnson and J.K. Dobbins on his bench. And I think he just kind of believes in those people. And now, honestly, he could probably trade one of these receivers to pick up maybe a better tight end. Or I, I don't know, because he has Kenny Galladay, who came yeah, back. He's back from injury, so you know, um, it's trade bait, obviously. Yeah, and he has Allen Robinson now and Chris Godwin. So and Russell Wilson, who's probably the MVP of the league right now. Yeah. So absolutely. it fourteen touchdowns it, in three games. Like, come on. All right. Fourteen so touchdowns. F- stat of the day for this week. Um, 
there are three quarterbacks that are and Russell wait, Wilson wait, wait, would wait, be wait. the fourth. Hold on, hold on. You cut out. Um, I'm sorry. There's there's three quarterbacks in the league right now that are fully on pace to throw for 5,000 yards, and Russell Wilson is just off that pace by four yards a game. So he would be the fourth quarterback just slinging the ball around like crazy. So this has been a year of the quarterback so far. Oh, yeah. I mean... But I think it's Dak Prescott is up there. Like, he's supposed to get close to 6,000 yards if he keeps on the first trajectory. And then Josh Allen and Matt Ryan. So (laughs) a lot of of people have been throwing. Yeah, I think think right now it's... um, Dak Prescott's one, Josh Allen's two, Matt Ryan's three, Russell Wilson's four, and then Mahomes is five. I believe that's the order of like yards total. Which is funny just to like list those five quarterbacks and three of them play for winning teams and two of them are <laughs> some of the worst teams in the league. Right. So, I mean, okay, so like I'll get this out because I mean, I'm recording our Dallas Cowboys podcast tonight after this, but. Like we've played, I mean the Rams are pretty good this year, and the Falcons just suck. We should we should have beat them way more, by way more, but turnovers. Um, and then we do we held our own with Seattle, and I'm I'm happy. I'm not happy with our defense, but you know I wouldn't put us down in bottom twenty or anything. Or no, well, well keep in mind too, Seattle I think is like they're sneaky good. I think they're better than a lot of people get on credit for. Oh, their defense is trash though. And they just lost right, uh, Adams. So, yeah, I mean, their offense, like, that. that's the same thing with Dallas. Is like we've got a high-powered offense, but our defense is trash. So, you know. See, I think it's the other way, where you guys really should be 0-3 if it weren't for the Falcons. So I think the next couple weeks for the Cowboys are really going to prove oh, whether down. or not. Because we, we've, got, a, we've got, like, five games in a row that we should win. Well, like Cardinals, we're in looking there, at like a six or seven win team coming out of that division this year. That's how bad the Cowboys division is. Oh, yeah. So just win the division games and you're fine. You can lose all the other ones. Yeah. There's only two teams in our division that's won a game and they both only won one game. And the Eagles are just dog shit. They're probably the worst team in the NFL, to be honest. Yeah. The fact that I'm seeing things, uh, articles written by NBC sports saying our 49ers facing the worst quarter, worst starting quarterback in the league at the Eagles this week makes me so happy because everybody out there talking that Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. And just look, I mean, uh, no, absolutely know. not. So, I mean, <laughs> we don't have to get off in, in this college. Game. Sure. Absolutely. In the NFL. No. Yeah. It depends on what, like, Maybe mm. Dak has like a better hike voice than Carson Wentz. But. <laughs> okay, shut up. We know you hate Dak Prescott. All right, next game. We're going to go on to Roger's game. Um, Kamara Chameleon, Roger versus Mayor of Titty City, Ryan. As I predicted, Roger won, and he won big. The Mayor of Titty City will be voted out of office with a performance like this. Roger, 163.5 to Ryan, 95.3. Roger, you take the lead on this one. Well, I knew that um, – I thought it was going to be a little closer, actually, because I knew going in, I knew my defense was going to really struggle this week, and they did. They only brought me a point. Um, but, you know, Singletary had a better performance than he has. Um, Cooper Cup really 
brought it in for me this week. I was really happy with his performance. Uh, even with the three interceptions, Kyler Murray still, you know, brought me a lot of points. And I, I'm I'm very happy with uh, with how my team looked this week. And uh, yeah, so how does Tarek Cohen going down onto the IR for the rest of the season? So that. how does it feel going from like the most injury prone team to number one in the league after three weeks? I'll tell you, I'm 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 pretty excited. That's uh, after last season where I just lost and lost and lost. It's it's a good feeling knowing that I've, uh, especially that I got to beat you know Ryan and Michael and Josiah. Those are great feelings. <laughs> I can't wait. Be, I cannot wait to beat Bruce because every week he's in Discord talking about how my uh, my running back core is worthless and all brings in five points a week. Bro, Alvin Kamara got thirty eight points last week. <laughs> Singletary got fourteen. James Robinson got 27.9. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. My running back core is trash. Absolute trash. (laughs) I did want to mention that because you did, in fact, beat Bruce this week by three points. I did. Which I will be interested to see because Bruce's team does have the tendency to pop off. So I think that that could be a solid matchup. Uh, I feel kind of bad for Ryan's team, but not that bad because he decided to have a good week against me and a bad week against you. So yeah. that sucks. Yeah, um, how bad for Ryan? It's you know, I mean, his defense was awesome. His he, defense was fantastic. He traded for Dallas Goddard, who just fractured his ankle. But Aaron Jones and Tyree Kill, that part of his trade, still great. So yeah. that got him thirty-five points almost. And Ryan then Indianapolis the defense, what the crap? Like, yeah, that Indianapolis defense has been going like nuts. Well, they they did play the Jets. Yeah. Well, Word of advice, Ryan Turner: bench Leonard Fournette. Just bench him. Pick somebody up off of the free agency. Something. He's not worth your time. Play well, Murray. Leonard Fournette had the had the game where he popped off for for like twenty something points. So you like have to start him, and then. He doesn't do anything. The next right, but he, week, he so. does that what two or three games a year. So, but I, I cannot believe Rogers' team is just so freaking stacked. And to top it off, he has the waiver wire pickup of the year so far in James Robinson. I mean, we all try to get it every year, and honestly, like one sixty is just untouchable for anybody. I mean, maybe, maybe. Like Daniel had that 170, 180 game last year. That was what it would take to beat Roger. But Roger's going to score 150 every week with this team. I don't like just I don't the way nec- that they're playing. I don't necessarily think that Robinson's going to do that every game. Well, I'm, especially I'm just saying, once, like, if Robinson doesn't do it, then Singletary's going to do it. And if Singletary doesn't do it, then Kamara's going to do it. And if that doesn't happen, then you have Hopkins, you have Kelsey, you have the people. Well, keep to, in mind that spoiler alert, I traded Singletary. Singletary's gone as of tomorrow morning. So I'm sure That's true. Back. I did see that. But I'm just saying, your team has depth, a lot of depth. And you might not score 160 every week, but, I mean, 130 would be a bad week for you right now. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. The chosen one, Michael, versus Puppet and Locket, Linden. Linden put up his highest score to date. Too bad it didn't help. Michael cruised to two and one, beating Linda. 
Linda. <laughs> I want to keep it keep beating Linda. Hey, Linda. One, oh, Linda. One thirty point eight to one twenty two point seven. This was like I said. This was Linda's best game, and just didn't didn't matter. Like I think Linden's highest game before this was like one hundred five, maybe. Um, and and yeah. ironically, Linden lost because he benched a Rams running back instead of starting him. We always give him so much crap for having all the Rams on his team, but if he would have started Henderson over Kareem Hunt or Kenyon Drake, he's the victor. Yeah, Lyndon, if you if you're listening to this, don't take our opinions and our, uh, you know, don't take any of our stuff to heart because uh, we're not doing this to help you. We're doing this to hurt you. So. He also benched Robert Woods, who had a very good game. So yeah, they, like, he could have started Robert Woods over DJ Moore, and again, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Lyndon, if if you are listening to our advice, I would suggest that you start all Rams next week, and. See see how that does because they are facing the Giants, yeah. And you're Both almost best. guaranteed to win there. Yeah. All right. So on the other side, Michael <laughs> kind of had some quarterback struggles, which made this a game. Because if if Matt Ryan, like he if he's been putting up 25 points a week, he put up 11 this week. So. I'm sure Michael had flashbacks to last year. And then Mark (laughs) Andrews, who he drafted pretty high, didn't really do much for him. But luckily for him, Michael Gallup, uh, late late in the night, had this huge touchdown catch, which kind of brought Michael from behind to win. So uh, he's probably also excited to see that Miles Gaskin and rookie Brandon Ayuk are having good games on his bench as well. Mm -hmm. So Michael... Michael putting up the good points and Nick Chubb turning out another good, solid game after Michael traded for him. If he can get Michael Thomas back, his team is also looking scary. Yeah. I think Michael Thomas will be back this week too, from the sounds of it. Ish. I mean, he he could work his way in slow because they have 17 receivers out there. So who knows? Or he could come back and score 40 points. 17 receivers. Are we talking about Michael's team or New Orleans? Because that's both about the same, to be honest with you. New Orleans, (laughs) yes. I mean, come on. Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Michael Thomas. Uh, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield? Yeah. (laughs) Right. All right. So Michael won, putting him at two and one. And I think he's in second place now, which kind of chaps my ass. But, you know, that's all right. All right. Last game of the week, it was Nathan versus me. Nathan made the grave mistake of starting Gardner Minshew in what looked to be an easy 20 to 25 points. Um, His highest scoring player was his defense, leaving him defeated by me. Uh, 123.7 to 111.8. Yeah, so we went around, um, I forget what day it was. It might have been Thursday, actually, before Jacksonville played. And he made the mistake of telling me, and it wasn't really a mistake because it didn't really matter. Um, he said that he was looking at uh, LaVisca Chenault on the waivers, and I was like, no, Ryan's already got him. Um, he's like, no, he's, a, he's on the waivers. So I looked, and there was like eight or nine minutes in between the time that Ryan picked up Chenault and then dropped him back to the waivers. And it just so happens that that's whenever I looked at the waivers. Um, 
So I was going to pick him up. And Nathan was like, I'm looking at him to pick him up. So I just went and snagged him and dropped Daniel Jones because it's Daniel Jones. Who cares? Um, to try to screw him over, which it didn't, didn't help me win. And it didn't, it wouldn't have helped him win. So it would have actually done worse for him. He would have lost a couple points, uh, depending on where he played him. But Minshew sucked against Miami and I won. And if he would have had a good game, I would have lost. So I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm happy about it. Uh, interestingly enough with your Patriot like tactics there, uh, <laughs> As bad of a week that Nathan had, he still scored 111 points. So this is kind of unlucky that he didn't face me or Brittany or Josh or uh, Ryan because that that would have been a win for him this week. So he, even with his poor performance from Gardner Minshew, um, he he had a lot of really good turnout, like Prater and the Tampa Bay defense. Zach Ertz, who now is the only tight end left. And then uh, Tyler Boyd, Mike Evans, Jonathan Taylor all had good weeks for him. Uh, Matt Stafford and Emmanuel Sanders on his bench, plus Antonio Gibson on his bench, all scored double figures. So uh, this is one of those kind of like I had last week where it's like, you know, my team, I, I probably did one bad play and lost, but the rest of my team seemed to do okay. So... Yeah. At least it's somewhat positive. Yeah, and that takes me to two and one. Uh, it pushes Nathan down to one and two, and he also has the lowest amount of points scored. Um, yeah. So, like, right now, obviously Rodgers in first at three and oh, but he's also, not only is he in first, which this, I feel like, the last couple of years, the person in first place actually didn't have the most points. Um, it was generally Michael. Yeah. With his undefeated record and scoring 75 points a game. Yeah. So it was like, like Rogers not only in first place, but he's 53 points away from like the closest person. So like Michael's got 408 total. Rogers got 461. And it puts me down actually in fourth place total because I'm three points behind Brittany and Michael's got 400 and some points. So it's actually kind of cool to see this big of a point difference between first place. It would be cooler if it was me, but you know, it's Roger, (laughs) you know, it's okay. I'll lose in the first round of playoffs anyways. Nah, you're all right. You're not Nathan. And Ryan, poor Ryan has the most points scored against him this year. So welcome to fantasy football, Ryan. Yeah. And Michael actually has the second most scored against him this year. So the flip of last year where yep. Michael. I mean, I've got to be up there because Michael put up 150 points on me last week. When I No, you're right in the um, middle of the pack. Yeah, you're middle of the pack. I think uh, Josh is next and then me. And then I think, yeah, you would be directly after that. So about five or six down in there. Yeah. All right. So, um, Every week we're doing this where the guest picks Josiah and myself pick who we think is going to win. Last week, Ryan went two of five, taking the guests to nine and six. So between him and Michael, they have not even reached, the guests haven't even reached the amount of picks that um, Chad made. Um, And Chad is angry about it. He mentioned to me that if 
if we would have him on here, the record would still be perfect. So yeah, listen, Chad, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it proud this week, buddy. Okay. Yeah, he won't hear that. He doesn't listen. Yeah, okay. Well, of course he does. I'll tell him on Discord. Yeah. There you go. Um, Josiah went three of five, so taking Josiah's record to eleven and four, who is still in the lead. Um, I went four of five. It took me up to ten and five. So I p- surpassed the guests because I was actually in last place last week. But just like in the standings of the league, I am inching my way forward into first place. Sue. I, I did want to mention, we haven't really talked about it much since the first episode, but since we drafted, uh, Roger has jumped up to projected first overall finish. Michael has projected second. Uh, Daniel has gone from 10th to third. I've gone from seventh to fourth. And then uh, a lot of people like Brittany and Nathan who have suffered some injuries have dropped, dropped it low. So the super, super ESPN low. is adjusting what we probably knew all along that I'm slated for the playoffs. If I can just, you know, <laughs> keep up the good work. Yep. It's such a weird, weird year, especially like this week, which, you know, after this week, we'll have a better understanding of how it's going to work. But with the Tennessee and Steelers game um, being pushed, not sure to win, but right now ESPN Fantasy has them all on a bye week this week, which yes. makes me happy because your starting running back is Derrick Henry. And if he doesn't play, kudos to me. So <laughs> I, you, I may have lucked out just a little bit with that. Uh, I guess we're getting into the matchup here. So Daniel versus Josiah well, right off the bat. <laughs> I was going to get the waivers, but I was just going to throw that out there because I figured next week we're going to have to actually talk about it. Um, okay, let's do waivers and then we're going to. Then we're going to jump, jump into right the... into our game because, I okay. mean, this is the only game that really matters this week. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. So real quick, like every week, I'm going to go down through the uh, the uh, the waivers and then do the trades. We had two trades this week. Um, so, okay. So Bruce added Russell Gage, Kirk Cousins, Rams defense, and Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo Blankenship is the kicker for the Colts, I believe. I think. Yes. Yes. He is. Um, dropped Russell Gage. Uh, Browns defense and Darius Slayton. Nathan added Joshua Kelly, Alan Lazard, which upsets me because I had him in my uh, my waivers, but Nathan was first overall, so whatever. Um, dropped Adrian Peterson and Gardner Minshew. Ryan added LaVisca Chenault, Corey Davis, Traquan Smith. Dropped Golden Tate, LaVisca Chenault, and Cortland Sutton. I added LaVisca Chenault and dropped Daniel Jones, like I said earlier. <clears throat> Michael picked up Tony Pollard, uh, Zeke's handcuff, um, Randall Cobb, and dropped Kirk Cousins and Brandon Cooks. Josiah added Mason Crosby, dropped Zane Gonzalez. Brittany uh, added Rex Burkhead and dropped Curtis Samuel. So we've got two trades. Oh, Uh, breaking news, by the way, on the uh, waiver wire pickups. uh, Kamara Chameleon has dropped Tarek Cohen. To waivers and has added Adrian Peterson as of a half hour ago. I did see that. I, I saw that just this, now. Yeah, I did this earlier. So, uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Which Adrian Peterson out there looking like he's 25 years old. Right. right. And Cohen's out for the rest of the season. So, well, yeah. They, they used what, like a third and a second and a third round pick on running backs over the past few years. 
and they're giving it to Peterson. Like that's just crazy. I mean, I would. He could still get the job done. He's shown that year after year. Yeah. He's still a pretty solid running back. Yep. And you run him into the ground and keep your youngins healthy for what is not going to be a playoff push, but okay. Anyway, let's get on to the trades. Roger traded Devin Singletary and Aaron Rodgers to Nathan for Jonathan Taylor and Matthew Stafford. I like mm. this trade because, like, I mean, okay, so I, I get Rogers' take on this. Like, I, I, Jonathan Taylor's been pretty good. Uh, Matthew Stafford, okay. Aaron Rodgers isn't balling out, but Roger, Aaron Rodgers has been on your bench. Yeah, I've so, been starting Kyler Murray, and I've also got uh, Joe Burrow, who's been doing really well. Yeah, so too, it's like so you're, I, you're you're not losing out. And, you know, Devin Singletary – has had his ups and downs and Jonathan Taylor has been pretty good. Matthew Stafford's had his up and downs. So I, I honestly think this is like a really fair, like trade across the board for both teams. Right. And Jonathan Taylor is going to go be slotted right into my flex position this week yeah. going into this weekend's games. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I would have hated to part with Jonathan Taylor if I were uh, Nathan, but also he lost this week because he had Gardner Minshew starting. Yeah, yeah, I think so, it, it's very fair trade. Yeah, I, I think Rodgers is going to do really well for him in that starting position this week. Yeah. He's he's never going to have a question of, am I going to start Aaron Rodgers or Gardner Minshew? He's always going to start Aaron Rodgers. So if Aaron Rodgers has a bad week, it is what it is. But uh, Devin Singletary, although probably not as much potential in the points category as Jonathan Taylor, he's still a solid starting running back that will start for Nathan. So Nathan's really coming away with two starters here while Rogers coming away with one and then a solid backup. So, uh, I was keeping points on, uh, Michael and Ryan's trade. There's been like five trades since then. And I decided that it's probably best (laughs) just to go ahead and punt on that. So, uh, but I feel like this is a fair trade, even though Nathan's probably getting the more starting points out of this trade. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely benefited him more than it did me based on the fact that, yeah, those guys are going to the starting lineup each week. But uh, it is an upgrade for me at running back over Singletary. And it's like you said, I've got a solid backup. So, you know, if I don't want to start Murray, if he's got a, you know, unfavorable matchup or anything, I've got choices. You know, I've got Stafford yep. or, you know, got Burrow. All right. Yep. And the next trade, and um, I think there's other trades out there, but nothing's been accepted yet. Um, because I was told I've, I've got something in the in the works with Michael possibly. Um, so do I. Yeah, yeah. But he said he's waiting until you're to see what you guys do before he before we we talk. So, um, the other trade that happened was I traded <laughs> I traded Raheem Mostert for D, DK Metcalf. I don't feel good about this trade. Like I feel kind of dirty for getting DK Metcalf for Mostert. But I mean, you know. <laughs> Josh needed. Josh needed. Typically, back. yeah, Metcalf's a better player, but it's exactly like you said. You got to fill needs on your team. You yeah, know? it's like look at Michael's team. You know, one of the things he's kind of talking about is dealing with some of these wide receivers. You know, he's got all these great wide receivers, and he might deal that one of these guys for somebody who might seem lesser. But it's the fact that it's a need for his team as opposed to okay, I've got a, basically a Pro Bowl roster of wide receivers on my team. Yeah, I mean, like and Josh I, also. Josh also has Amari Cooper and Calvin Ridley. So he also has Juju Smith-Schuster, who started on his bench this week. He does not need DK Metcalf. And he has Austin Eckler and Mixon 
in a starting position. He's been starting a receiver in his flex because he doesn't really have any running back depth. So I feel like this is a pretty good trade for Josh to, I mean, because uh, Mixon has done nothing for him this year and Mostert might even, might even take his starting job. Yeah. I think he will and he should. Yeah. I, um, speaking of depth at running back, um, if anybody's willing to trade, hit me up. I was trying to get Smith Schuster from him, but he didn't want to get rid of Smith Schuster and gave me Metcalf, which I was like, okay, I can do that. Let's do this. Metcalf with the bonehead play of the week. Yeah. He would have had 25, 26 points instead of 17. Cause you got to think it's, yeah. it'd be six for a touchdown plus the yards plus, or minus the two for the, the fumble. So yeah, he would have had, uh, so 25 points plus the yards, uh, this more week. importantly though, Russell Wilson's over here trying to have an MVP season Yep, and he's got tight ends dropping passes and receivers just, you know, giving up on the play <laughs> yeah. 10 yards away from the end zone. Guys pull it together. It happens there every year. <laughs> it happens every year. I think somebody does it. The only team that has had more points scored against them in the first three weeks of the season is the winless Dolphins from like a couple of years ago. So yeah. uh, pull it together for Russell Wilson's sake. Defense is rough. It's really bad, especially the pass defense. If, I mean, I honestly think like, okay, so if if this were to happen, like if, if the Seahawks somehow didn't make the playoffs, which is it's that that division is so crazy, but I think Seahawks will make it in the playoffs, especially with the expanded playoffs. Um, but if somehow they didn't make it into the playoffs and Russell Wilson played like this for the rest of the year, he's still going to win MVP. Like, I don't care. I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, really, the only, I mean, I'm trying to think of who might challenge him for MVP. And the only other person that's, in my opinion, quarterback wise, who's playing at Russell Wilson's level is probably Dak Prescott. Yeah. Get out of here. That is false. Uh, he doesn't have the right. touchdowns, but the yards and the weapons, the, yeah. The MVP race week three would be, in my book, Russell Wilson one, Aaron Rodgers two. Aaron Rodgers is up there um, too, yeah. He's playing like crazy. Josh yeah, Allen's got to be up there. Yeah, you had to put Josh Allen in the conversation for sure. Josh Allen turns the ball over too much. So I think there was one other guy. Who was I thinking? Dak Prescott. I forget. Not Dak Prescott. You got to win games. He's one and two. All right. That's enough of waivers and trades. Let's jump into the matchups. Like Josiah said, we are playing. This is a rematch of the championship from last year. It's me versus Josiah. And I didn't put it in that order because I think that I am better. That's just how the app has it. All right. Josiah, what is your what are your feelings about our matchup this week? They're awful. One, because my number one round draft pick, Derrick Henry, currently might not play this week. Um, And then I also have A.J. Brown and Deontay Johnson, who neither of which may have played to begin with. Uh, But I'm in the position as of right now where um, I might be having to start Melvin Gordon for Derrick Henry. And I might have to start Justin Jefferson. So hopefully that can go well. And also Devonta Freeman is lurking in there somewhere who I do not want to start. But Melvin Gordon's playing the Jets. So he's you know. 100% starting. 
Yeah. And, and he's 100 percent going to do more than the 10.9 he's projected. That's to be fair. He, eh, he's well, in my flex. Lindsay the, is out, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. But Gordon is in my flex as of now. Um, Gusecki is starting because Kittle's probably hurt again, but he might come back. I don't know. But I, I don't necessarily want to start Gusecki against Seattle because even though they're awful against receivers, they're actually kind of good against tight ends. So I. I don't know. This is just an awful matchup week for me because even if Derrick Henry does play, he's facing the Steelers defense and Miles Sanders is facing the 49ers defense. So that's just not great for me. So um, I think you caught me in a good week. I guess we'll see if there's Tuesday night football this week, which I guess they're kind of targeting for at the moment. Uh, But if not, it's an easy win for you. Even if it does happen, it's probably still an easy win for you because you have Dalvin Cook coming off a 200-yard game. You have Dak Prescott going up against Cleveland um, and Raheem Mostert going up against Philly. I mean, I guess you well, traded him. Yeah, but traded him. Mostert's not there. Yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah. But well, even still, it. I mean, Devontae Adams against Atlanta, that's, that's yep. a good matchup. CeeDee Lamb if Cedric Wilson doesn't take... <laughs> Two Dude, more of his touchdowns. That gift that you sent me on Sunday was hilarious. Oh, the Wil- the Wilson, Wilson from uh, what what is it, Castaway or whatever Castaway. with uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I saw that and I just thought there's people all over the country right now just screaming, "Wilson, what? <laughs> I have CD Lamb on my team." Yep, that's that. That was me because, like, at that point, it was pretty neck and neck with me and Nathan until Prescott went nuts. But um, yeah, I think just based on matchup, um, you you have a a pretty solid win here because even though you do have Johnny Smith who is currently postponed, you have Hayden Hurst who did okay. He's not doing fantastic, yeah. but for where you drafted him, he's doing everything you need him to do. So yeah, um, and keep in mind that DK Metcalf will be in there and they are playing Miami. So maybe are they playing Miami? Um, I, I, no, I, yeah, they are. Because yes. yes. Devonta yes. Parker yeah. playing yeah. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gasecki. Yeah, the only thing that worries me about that is that like it's Russell Wilson, and they could go up by like thirty in the the first half, and if Metcalf isn't the one catching those touchdowns, then they're just going to be running the ball. So, and just for uh, future reference, because. A lot can change between now and Sunday. Uh, I was talking to Michael. I guess there was a conversation about what to do with the postponed game because we can't. I can't use the IR spot that we opened up for this specific reason because my players are not the ones that tested positive. So uh, I've seen a bunch of different options out there as far as Michael's talking about just awarding us a bench extra bench spot for the week and then taking away the week after. And then I've even seen some commissioners are saying, all right, so if you pick someone up off waivers and start them on Sunday, um, but you say, I'm going to start Derrick Henry if they play this week, then if that game does happen to go forward, then they would just swap that out, no matter what the score is of the first guy, even if he scores 25 points. Yeah. Uh, you just sub Derrick Henry in no matter what, because that's the conditional decision you made. So we 
we are working on it as far as what to do. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there wondering what to do. Some people are just saying, well, it's a bye week, so get over it. <laughs> I mean, if that's how the, um, if, if that's how the NFL is going to treat it, then that's how fantasy should be treated. But if they're going to postpone it, then there's got to there's be some workaround for fantasy leagues because fantasy football ends after the games on Monday. So Tuesday, you know. So if it's postponed until Tuesday, the app should have some kind of built-in feature to allow you to do that if it's for sure happening, you know? Um, yeah. And but, I wonder I wonder yeah. what happened when the Minnesota Dome caved in. They played on Tuesday. So we could probably look that up and see what they did before. But I think I don't it's just a weird situation yeah, all the way around. And I, I'm going to kind of say shame on the NFL that they just scheduled everybody's bye weeks differently. Everybody should have had a bye week in week 4 or 6 or whatever they wanted and then another bye week again in week 12. Just for this specific situation where they say, okay, uh, you can't play week four. You're playing against each other in week six, which that's easy, easy, easy. And they would have just had to extend the season one extra week and then maybe three extra weeks if they wanted to like add a a cushion in between the playoffs just in Mm -hmm. case. And that would have been fine. There wouldn't have been a problem with that at all. Yeah. Yeah, Shame on the NFL for just being stupid. I mean that, and you're like, you know, if you do that, there's more weeks uh, of football, which is more airtime, which is the only way they're making their money. So, oh yeah, exactly. Know, of course, then they wouldn't be making all the money off of the NFL Sunday ticket because 14 of the 16 games wouldn't be played at one o'clock on Sundays, which is BS. Obviously, it's not like that, but most of the games are played at one o'clock on Sundays. I don't know, and you know. It's just it's just Maybe. it's just annoying to me that they put like you know obviously you know you don't want two on Thursday you don't want two on Sunday night you don't want I mean I'm okay with two on Monday like I like that actually playing one at like seven one one at one at ten or whatever I like that even being on the East Coast like that's fine can with we me. just get rid of the Thursday game Mike I agree yeah I mean because, that, I mean let's let's say for example like let's let's just I'm gonna use examples I know it's not Thursday's game but let's say they play the Steelers Titans game on Tuesday. Well, what if the Titans' next game was scheduled for Thursday? I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to completely redo the schedule and not have a two-day turnaround for the Titans? That would have been ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. Them I'm, up on Tuesday to Sunday. I'm sure they would have just flexed it to another spot, but then who are you going to bring in for the Thursday night game? You know? Exactly. Yeah, by the so, way, you guys are playing tomorrow. And not not like it matters because, like, dude, the, the beginning, the first four Thursday night games of this season have been, like, the worst football I mean, the, the first game, you know, obviously Kansas City and the Texans, but really that wasn't a good game because the Texans suck. Um, and that doesn't even really count as a Thursday game because it's yeah. the, first, I'm, the first game of the year. I'm fine rolling it out on Thursday, whatever. And then they Nobody, get a 10-day break. Never play the Jets, though, tomorrow night. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch that game. No, I'm not going to anyway, watch it either. Yeah, off on a tangent there. Yeah, anyway, okay, so um, let's get into our picks. Josiah, who do you think is going to win? You. Okay. I also have myself winning this one, especially if Henry doesn't play and if, you know, everything. Honestly, I think I'll get this even if Henry does play. Um, all of my matchups are great other than Hayden Hurst. Like, and with the addition of DK Metcalf, I think that I think that I win this one pretty easily. I think out of the next two weeks, I need to win at least one. Oh, yeah. Because that will put me at two and four. And then I should be getting George Kittle back, Giovanni. And then AJ Brown, hopefully, 
and Deontay Johnson. So hopefully I'm stepping over this injury-riddled first half of the season, and then I can reel off some wins down the stretch. But this this George, is a rough week for me. George Kittle is healthy right now, according to ESPN. As of right now, he's like limited practice. Yeah, but he's not even questionable in the app, so that that, that that's good for you. He was questionable early this morning, so I haven't checked it since. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. good. As of right now, he's playing. Yeah, um, I mean, you also have Gasecki um, with dude Fitzmagic against Seattle and their awful secondary. Yeah, you know, that, that's that, you know, it could it could you could start either one of them and probably pull the same amount of points. Honestly, if Derrick Henry doesn't play, they're probably both playing. That's fair. I started two two uh, tight ends last week. Yeah, versus Nathan. All right, so Roger, who do you think is going to win? Uh, Daniel, I've got you winning. I think you're going to win big. Uh, your matchups are just incredible this week. I, sorry, Josiah. I, I think he wins. I, I don't mind. There's, yeah, he's, I, he's if I win it. this week, it's really just Daniel it's, can suck it. Cause there's no yeah. chance. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if I, you, if you beat me, like if you beat me by like a couple points, like that's cool. But if you, if you come out and like beat me by 20 or 30 points, then I've got to do something. But, well, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be injuries that would cause that. If oh, that would yeah, happen. yeah. You are the Falcons right now with a 99.9% <laughs> yeah. win percentage in the fourth quarter with four well, minutes I hope this game's not being played in the state of Texas for the sake of Daniel then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay, so let's move on to the next one. Uh, Roger, let's just go with yours. You're playing Brittany. Yeah. Um, I looked at this beforehand. I'm picking you to win. Uh, because McCaffrey is out and Chris Carson may not play. I heard today that there is some possibility because it's not as serious of a knee injury as they originally thought, but they're playing Miami and I don't really see them wanting to use him versus Miami with Hyde back there. She did pick up Carlos Hyde as yeah, which is smart. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I still think uh, Roger, I still think you win this one. I've got, myself winning as well um again i like my matchups um and singletary like i said he's going to be swapped out in the starting lineup this week um with donald taylor he's going to go into the flex yeah Brittany has she's facing new england's defense indianapolis's defense baltimore's defense and buffalo's defense all this week from some of her key players so that's just that's an l for her and it's it kind of sucks because her team is really good. She's just got to make it through some of these rough weeks of the season. And honestly, if she's going to have some injuries, you might as well have it against someone that's going to score 160 points anyway. Yeah. So, so, I think if she had McCaffrey, yeah. this might be a different story. I think if she had McCaffrey, yeah. this would be a super, super close game. Yeah. I, I'm still picking, even with McCaffrey, I think you have a pretty good chance of winning this game, especially with your Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins uh, connection going up against the Panthers. So that's, I mean, you're just facing the giants. Let me see the Panthers, Cincinnati, Detroit. Yeah. You're, you're having some good luck this week. Yeah. I mean, my, I mean the Ravens defense should do much better against Washington. Than they did. Oh against yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. So that's unanimous Roger. Okay. Next that's one. never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, now now you're gonna lose and make us all look bad probably (laughs) i hope so (laughs) all right um see that that one's like a catch like you know i don't i don't want roger to win because then he's four and oh but i'll play you next week so yeah so it's like i'm actually 
on the other hand of that, and I talked about to Michael about this this week, if Roger's going to go undefeated, I need him to beat everyone that I'm trying to beat out for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so true. <laughs> as long as he just keeps winning, that hurts teams like Daniel and Brittany and Michael. Um, even though I happen to face Roger twice this year, I face uh, Brittany twice this year, I face Daniel twice this year. So screw me, right? <laughs> uh, I'm facing a, a tough schedule, but if Roger starts to run away with things, then that can help me beat out beat out some of the other teams that are taking losses against him. Yeah. That's a very good point. All right, next game, we've got Michael versus Josh. The Chosen One versus Big Booty Cheeks. I This one is interesting, for sure. Uh, of course, Michael will be very tuned into the Ezekiel Elliott versus Nick Chubb matchup on Sunday at mm-hmm. 1 o'clock. Uh, Michael Thomas, he has in right now. Uh, so that's also interesting. Um, he has Mark Andrews. Josh has Lamar Jackson. So he's probably actually rooting for Mark Andrews to get all the points because that will help cancel out what Lamar Jackson might do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Josh, he, he, the trade hasn't gone through yet but I'd assume he'd be starting Mostert and then possibly even Juju Smith-Schuster if that game happens to happen. It's So I I don't know about that, but uh, this is a complete toss-up. Yeah, this is the one that it's I kind of went, went back and forth with uh, whenever I was looking over this. Um, ultimately, I took Josh in this matchup. Um. But it's so hard. Like, even now, I'm like, "Eh, maybe. Like, right now, Michael's projected to beat him by five points. You got Jackson against Washington. Well, that's also Michael's defense has postponed right now. Yeah, that's true. So Michael would be projected to win by probably more than 10, 15 points. I don't even see that. Um, But, yeah, like, even then, you know – because, I mean, crap, he might pick up a defense that gets him negative because there's not a lot out there. Um, there's really not. But he might be better off with just not playing a defense, to tell you the truth. But even then, like, I, it's tough for me to go on this one. Like, I'm going to pick Josh because I think his team will perform better based on the matchups. Um, but if Michael I, wins, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, like I'm a, going to pick Michael and that I I don't really think Matt Ryan's going to do very well against Green Bay, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to do well enough that if Lamar Jackson does indeed throw a couple touchdowns to Mark Andrews, uh, that will help Michael keep up in the quarterback uh, race. So, yeah, uh, I think, I mean, it's kind of brave to start. Michael Thomas coming off an injury. If he doesn't start him, he's got Michael Gallup right there. And then Brandon Ayuk, who had a really good week. And then Miles Gaskin, who also had a really good week. And Randall Cobb, who also had a really good week. So I think Michael is going to win this one uh, unless Lamar Jackson goes off against Washington and does not throw anything to Mark Andrews. Yeah. I like Josh here. I think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to bounce back this week. Um, if Josh is smart, which we know he's not, 
<laughs> he, he's gonna kick my ass based on that and the Discord chat. Um, he he doesn't in. he doesn't listen. He doesn't pay attention to the chat. You put the I chat put in a box. Great. You put the chat in a box of fucking pop tarts. He's still not gonna pay attention to it. I don't know. That's that stretching it there. No, he dumped um, he dumped the chat out and eats pop tarts. I think if you, if you put Mostert in over Robbie Anderson there, I, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be a close game, like 10, 15 points probably. But I, I think Josh is gonna sneak a victory. I think he's got better matchups. Um, that Green Bay defense is gonna eat Matt Ryan up. Same for Dallas's defense and Nick Chubb. It's just, it's not favorable. Yeah. Um, Tampa well, Bay's Nick defense Chubb has, Nick Chubb has been catching out of the backfield. Right. Yeah, I think Keaton Allen kind of – I don't think he performs as well this week. Uh, I think Mark Andrews is definitely projected to do more than what he's going to. He hasn't been a priority for Lamar Jackson this season, and I think that's going to continue. All right. So it's two for Josh, one for Michael. All right, let's move on to Jay Jacob Jingleheimer. I, Nathan versus Bruce. I hate <laughs> saying Nathan's name in this. Like, it's Jay Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt. There you <clears> go. There we go. Versus the pre- fresh, I can't even say that. Nathan versus Bruce. Who do you guys got? Shit. <laughs> I really, really hate to say this. Um, I, I, <laughs> Don't I, I pick think it's Bruce. A close matchup. Don't pick Bruce. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Nathan. Um, <laughs> well, I this is my this is another one of those. It's, it's a toss up. Like, like. I'm going to go with Nathan, but I think it's going to be like a five-point game. I think it's going to be one of the closest games we've seen so far. Um, of course, as a, if you see right now on his roster, he doesn't have a quarterback, and he's still only trying to lose by 10. He's going to put Aaron Rodgers in there. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to just do some work. You know he is. He does every week. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Singletary is going to get him a good 10 to 12 points. I, I think Nathan's going to, going to take the win here. Um I think all what it's going to come down to is how uh, Kenny Galladay is going to continue to perform coming out of his injury. All right. I agree with that. And then also it, Chris Godwin, who Bruce has, is supposed to sit out this week. And Nathan has Mike Evans. So that could have split this a little bit more. But I think, I don't know, with if... Uh, Nathan gets Aaron Rodgers. This he's projected to win heavily, uh, which, of course, that's with James Conner being postponed right now. On who would Bruce put in for James Conner? Probably uh, Mike Davis. So yeah, he might move uh, Johnson up to a running back, and then put he could put in yeah. a uh, wide receiver. Uh, that's what I would. I will put Edelman in his flex at that point. Yeah, versus Kansas City, I don't know. Yeah, Bruce, do that. Put it in. I mean, right. Russell Kansas Wilson City. <laughs> will probably get a solid 25 to 30 points, if I had to guess. I mean, Miami is not good. We'll, we'll see, though. I still like Nathan. Who are the Packers facing? The Falcons. Yeah. That's, All right. That's Give, Aaron Rodgers is going to work. Give me Nathan. <laughs> yep. Good Lord. Aaron Rodgers is going to get 55 points this week. I, I was leading Bruce on this just based on a few different things, but Aaron Rodgers is going to have a day. Had I not so, traded Aaron Rodgers, I probably would have started him this week myself, to be honest. Yeah. 
yeah, I went through this earlier and I was looking and originally I had Bruce. Then I remembered kind of kind of like how that kind of clicked with you guys that he's got Aaron Rodgers now that Nathan does. And then I looked at that matchup and I was like, no fucking way that I'm picking Bruce over that. Like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Russell Wilson might do the same though. That's the only thing. But it really is true because <clears throat> yeah, Bruce Bruce scored how many points last week? 140. Yeah. This. 160. This week might take 130 points minimum to win. Just based off, both teams have excellent matchups. Eldo Beckham Jr. against Dallas. This might be the game that he's been waiting, all his fans have been waiting on for the whole season. And then Zach Ertz being the only tight end there, even though he's facing the 49ers. He's really the only receiver they got at the moment. So, uh, I don't know. This this one's a complete coin flip just based off of both teams have the potential to go absolutely nuts this week. I'm just I'm kind of picking Aaron Rodgers over Russell Wilson. And that's mainly because I think I don't know if Miami can keep up with Russell Wilson. So they might take the air out of the ball in the second half and try to run Carlos Hyde and a few other players. Yeah. So we all got Aaron Rodgers. He's all he's got. Yep. (laughs) All right. So we've all got Nathan there. Last game, Ryan versus Lyndon. Um, I took Ryan in this one. Um, And I think Lyndon is going to pop it and lock himself into last place after this loss. I hate myself for that. (laughs) But it's the truth. Uh, So... It looks like, as of right now, that Nathan has gone full Rams. Linden. And he has Linda. one, two, three, Linda. four Rams starting, plus Todd Gurley. But the Rams are facing the Giants. So, like I said, this might be really good for him this week. Yeah. You mean Linden. You said Nathan, but. Whatever. Yeah. Both old guys in our league, whatever. True, true. Hey, Lyndon's my age. Nathan's the yeah, oldest. Old. <laughs> so um, wait, so wait. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Who, who did you have? So I can write it down for our uh, predictions. Uh, Ryan. But I'm just saying, uh, all those people he has stacked up against the Giants this week for the Rams could be really good for him, mm-hmm. or really, really bad for him. Yeah. I just think <laughs> that. I'm picking Ryan's diversity uh, over over uh, Lyndon's home run swing here. And then uh, Ryan also has someone that is postponed at the moment. Uh, so so he, this is kicker. This is kicker versus flex. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see, but I, I would lean Ryan on this one. Um, so based on the projected starters right at this time, I'm going to go with Ryan. Uh, and it's not like the other games where like, man, these, these two teams are looking so good. Like I can't pick which one's going to win. These two teams look so shitty that I can't possibly (laughs) fathom fathom either one of them winning. Will this Uh, be our first fantasy football tie? I hope Um, uh, that would be great. Just, it would be great. It, it's, it's, I'm slightly, 
leading Ryan until <laughs> unless Lyndon like makes some adjustments. Like if I was Lyndon, I'm, I'm throwing in Kenyon Drake this week, no question. Over um, probably over over Hunt to be honest, but I would put him in over Todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah, actually that's Hands even better. Down. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Ryan. It's going to be very close. Yeah. Is Ryan getting Debo Samuel back this week? Possibly? Maybe? I think he is. And also mentioned it's, it's going to be much easier for him to replace his flex than it is for Lyndon to replace a kicker. That's true. But we we will have a workaround for that. Michael said if, if something like that does happen, right. then he'll just have an extra kicker spot. Which is fair. Yeah. All right. So those are the uh, predictions. Hopefully, I mean, did I we guess all pick the same? No, no. The only per, the only game that was different was Michael versus Josh. Me and Roger picked Josh, and you picked Michael. All right. So either Josiah is gonna well either either way, you know, jo- Josiah is still gonna be in the lead because either that or we'll be tied. Um. I'm looking right now to try to convince myself to pick Bruce, and I can't do <laughs> can't it. Can't do it. <laughs> Nobody can. To be fair, it's I, Bruce. I'm, well, I mean, like I said, him and Nathan both have really good matchups this week. I'm just, I don't know. I just think I feel like that game and then the Ryan and Linda's game; those could both go either way. Really? Yeah. Good. I agree. All right. The only game that is a solid 100% stone cold lock is that Daniel's going to whack me this week. <laughs> I can I agree really, with that. I really, I really I, think I'm a 100% lock. I really, really hope. Because <laughs> if I if I can get to three and one and like kind of work out my running back situation, I'm feeling pretty good about my team. It's just my obviously my number I, one running back's great, but my second running back, especially now, I got rid of Mostert. But if he doesn't start this week, I've still got McKinnon. And I've got Ingram, and they're playing somebody bad, <laughs> Washington. But even then, Ingram is like their second option at running back. So, yeah. Gosh, I'm looking at my schedule, and I'm just not not pleased. Not pleased with who ESPN decided to match me up against. <laughs> All right, we'll get into those later in the in the season, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, any final thoughts from the two of you before we get off here and I can go record my other podcast? Absolutely, Roger. Oh, well, yeah. You're having your big exposure or reveal or re-debut, reopening. Whoa. You said exposure. I'm going to say my clothes are on, dude. I'm just saying. I was trying to think of all the words just to make it um, weird, but yeah, uh, my podcast. TPRS, TPRS. From last year, <laughs> we've had plenty of exposure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Nobody wants to see that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my podcast, Gurus of Gaming, uh, is going to be returning from its uh, hiatus. We've been off the air for about two months. Um, I needed the mental break, so I'm all refreshed now. We're going to be back next Monday, October 12th, with a brand new episode, and we're going to be doing bi weekly episodes now. So, yeah, looking forward to returning here next uh, about a week. Oh, it's mad sus, bro. I think I'm going to vote you as the imposter. Imposter. 
All right. Which Roger, you, have to have, doctor. you have to have an episode featured on Among Us. Oh, we're, we're going to have some Among Us talk. I'm sure we're on the first episode back from my Don't you worry. If you like video game talk, uh, listen. If you don't like video game talk, listen anyway because, you know, we... I've been on that show, and we don't really even know much about video games, but we're we're kind of funny. So, yeah. it depends on who's on. Whether we're kind it's of funny enjoyable. Yeah. We're funnier <laughs> when you're when you're on because you're the funny one. Ah, uh, yeah. Actually, I think you're the funny one, and I just point out all the stupid things you do. Fair. That's that's about right. <laughs> all right, check out all of our other podcasts as well. Uh, D&D Kinda, which hopefully soon. I still haven't got the word for whenever we're going to start posting again. We do need to get a couple more episodes recorded. We've on, got three right now. On a now. side note about D&D Kinda, while we were recording, I saw Michael kind of teased that he's trying to get together on his Twitch page or Facebook or YouTube, whatever. He streams on all three. But uh, a live D&D session going. So I think he's he's... That's in the works right now as far as I, – I don't think it's D&D kind of related, but it is kind of 13 Palm Trees related where a lot of people like to play one-shots with people from the campaign. So right. It's this Friday night too I, is, is what he announced that they're uh, going to be streaming a full D&D one-shot. He didn't okay, give it time so, yet, but so tomorrow nice. night as the release of this episode. Yeah, so check out Average Idiot. It's not spelled like your normal average. It's A-V-E-R-I-G-E um, because of the idiot thing. Um it worked out. He just spelled it wrong, or somebody spelled it wrong. I forget who did. It might have been Ryan Yoder, Lyndon's <laughs> younger brother. I think that's I think that's how it went. Um, but yeah, check out D and D kind of video game mythos, um, Gurus of Gaming coming back, um, Final Girl podcast. Yeah. Obviously, also, football. Our show because we do talk about football, and I know we have some loyal 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 listeners for. Uh, this football podcast, but we also highlight local bands and businesses. Um, so listen to some of those and leave us a five-star review. Um, even though we had Roger on this week. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of dragged you guys down about three and a half stars, but yeah, you know, that's thanks okay. for well, good, either way. It's okay. To be you know. fair, we started out at a solid 10 stars, so we're still up there pretty high. Yes. Just Hopefully, wait till we have Bruce on. All the technical difficulties with that oh stupid God. intro. <laughs> when you have Bruce on, you're going into the negative stars. Oh, hands down. We didn't and do any trash talk this week. Did, was there any trash talk besides? No, uh, I'm going to leave somebody else in, in like in charge of that because like I'll get on the Discord and there's like 4,000 messages and I just don't. I just post a random GIF and leave. Uh, I did point out to Brittany so. that the only thing worse than the beatdown that I'm going to give to her this weekend is waking up next to Michael every morning. Yeah, that is pretty rough for her. The uh, funny thing about I'd that is... I'd rather wake up to you every morning than Michael. Hey. And you could beat me down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to Virginia. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to mention whenever you were talking about, like, Wasted, and I'm an idiot and completely got my schedule mixed up last week thinking that our interview was this past Sunday and it was totally last Sunday and I completely forgot about it. Um, I'm currently living in Virginia. So like I'm getting used to everything here and I'm just all out of sorts. So I've got to get all that stuff back up and going cause I've been 
just not with it. I've screwed up so much. Blame Nathan, so. kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not that. Like I just because we had a we had a uh, an interview reschedule, and then we had to cancel it. Um, and then so it threw off my my schedule, thinking like because we do it every other week, and so I was thinking, well, the last one canceled, so we don't have one this week, but we did because we had moved the other one. So it was like it threw me all off, and it's it's all it's all wacky now. I screwed up. So if you've been waiting for other episodes, blame me because uh, I screwed it up. But we'll get back into the swing of things. Um, but yeah. So I'm done. I've got to go record my other podcast, The Lawn Chair Cowboys. Check us out. We should be up and live most places now, um, except for Pandora, because that takes up to six months to get on there. But who uses Pandora I'm anymore anyway? Podcast on Pandora. Right. <clears throat> So, who do the Cowboys face this week? We face. It doesn't matter who the Cowboys face this week. I actually don't care. Thanks for listening this week, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We face the Browns. Suck it!